there and welcome to Ask Allie, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, June 6, 2016. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading, email me at allythese at yahoo.com or hit me up on Keen, uh, infos to the show's notes. And if you'd like to support me and the Ask Allie podcast on Patreon, then information too was in the show's notes. And I'd like to thank uh, Maria and Sandy for being my patrons on Patreon. So thanks, guys. Uh, it's been a few weeks since I've been here. Actually, two. Uh, first week I had the flu. Second week I had almost pneumonia-like sickness. Um, I'm still fighting the sickness. But I wanted to do the podcast because I didn't want you to think I was ignoring you. Which I'm not. <laughs> I have been sick. I survived the, the end of school. And I believe my sickness was a parting gift from... The wonderful little kids on uh, the bus I was on. Oh, those kids were something else. They were scared of me, which was nice. And um, I believe my 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 flu was how they said thank you. <laughs> um, but since we last spoke, uh, the furnace is now off. The All the windows are on. You can hear a lawnmower in the background. Of course, it will not be Bob mowing the lawn since he is now deceased. But um, I can usually count on somebody mowing the lawn during the summer months when I try to do the podcast, no matter when I try to do the podcast. The Antibody XC survey is still uh, live. Um, I'd really appreciate it if you would fill out the five questions. Uh, this I'm trying to get the website um, running again. I'd like to take it into a different direction. I just don't know what direction to take it into. And that's why I'm asking you guys for help. If you do not know what out-of-body ecstasy is, it is out-of-body sex via telepathic, dream, or astral. And I have a website called outofbodyecstasy.com where I have a lot of information about those techniques on there. So if you could fill out the survey, the URL is also in the show's notes. I would greatly appreciate it. Now, Terra Overview of the Week. I'm going to use, of course, The Native Spirit by Denise Lynn. And I choose three cards. I, well, I put out three cards. You choose one, two, or three. Whatever that card is talking about is your energy overview of the week. And just to let you know, I choose my card when they're face down. <laughs> and I will tell you which one I chose after I give you a few seconds here to think about which one you're going to choose. So what will it be, guys? Will be card number one, card number two, or card number three? What do you think, Zena? Hmm? Which one should they choose? Card number one, card number two, or card number three? Hmm, Zena, you gonna meow for everybody? Come on, meow. No, of course not. Okay, which one did you guys pick? I picked card number two, just to let you know. So, Zena's tail is hitting the mic. Come on, Zena. Sit down, kitty kitty. If you pick card number one, you pick the tribal spirit dancer. And it's all about letting go, saying yes to life, be daring, dance to your heart's desire. It's time to use your wings and fly. Cast aside conventions and restrictions. Tune in to the rhythm of life. Laugh, explore, go, on, go beyond your 
predictable behavior. And it's okay if everything isn't in place. If everything isn't nice and neat and tidy for you to dance to your heart's desire, who cares? It can be a mess. Life is a mess. Life is never neat and tidy. So go out. Have a good time. Leave the dishes behind. Leave some work behind. And how about you dance in the sprinklers? So that's the tribal spirit dance. That's card number one. Now if you pick card number two, you picked spirit of fire. And spirit of fire is all about transformation. Take risks. Face your fears. Break out of old patterns and conventions. Just because you've always done something in the past doesn't mean you need to do that in the future. Right? Right. Try something new. Change your routines and habits. Reach out in new directions. Birds are having a fit outside. The Thunderbird is rising in you. Out of ashes comes new growth and new beginnings. So card one and card two are telling us to push out of our comfort zone, take risks, be daring, have some fun, enjoy life. Now card number three, if you chose that, you have the Warrior of the Heart. And the Warrior of the Heart is telling you you have the radiant spirit of a warrior of the light. Be impeccable in all your actions. No matter what others believe, the Creator always knows the truth. This isn't the time to be timid and pull back. Immense courage is filling you. Throw your shoulders back, step forward, and take a risk. Be willing to live life from your heart rather than your mind. Honor your truth. Speak up for yourself. So all three cards, guys, is telling us that it's time to take risks. Break out of our day-to-day routine. Do something different. Even if it's just something small, do it different. And by doing so, you're going to open up a new path, a new opportunity, a new something. Okay? Okay, so that's, that's our week, guys. No matter which card you chose, the Tribal Spirit Dancer, the Spirit of Fire, or the Warrior of the Heart, it is time to break out of the, the norm and do something a bit different. All right. It's time to be a hobbit. It's time to go on a little adventure. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I, I can do that without coughing up a lung. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it? What else is awesome is the topic today is what does it mean when your soul mate or mates are alive? I want to say up front, um, if you're just joining me, that this is a lesson hard learned, but I'll make sure I pass it on. That just because your soulmates or soulmates are alive does not mean you are to have a romantic relationship with any of them. Not only a romantic relationship, or maybe any relationship at all. Just because you're all alive does not mean you're to be BFFs in this lifetime. Okay? It's important that you guys are alive. But it doesn't mean you are to be important together physically. Okay? Now, in case you don't know, there's a difference between a twin flame and a soulmate. Um, a twin flame is literally your other half. You know, take a hard-boiled egg, cut it in half. You're one half the egg. The other half the egg's the other side. That's what I forgot to tell you about. Ha! <laughs> um, okay, skip back. Since, I've been, since the last time I talked to you, we'll get back to the soulmates, I promise. Um, 
my cat Trouble died last year, um, Memorial Day. And he was a long-haired black cat, beautiful, pain in the ass, hence his name, but beautiful. And he had the most spectacular purr I had ever heard. And I always thought to myself, you know, someday when he's no longer here, I'm really going to miss that purr. Because I never thought I'd hear it again. Well, that day, on the day he died, a year later, a couple weeks ago, what shows up? <laughs> what shows up in my backyard? A long-haired, black, male cat with the same purr. I thought, are you flipping kidding me? You've got to be kidding me. It, the purr's exactly, exactly like Trouble's was. And this cat is smaller than Trouble. I mean, Trouble was 22 pounds. It was a big cat. This cat is maybe t- 10. But um, I found that to be really weird. <laughs> I mean, Samantha has been reincarnated as my Xena Louina here. I know that. Proof positive. I'm pretty sure that um, uh, Doodle. What did I call him, though? He had an actual name, Doodle, besides Doodle. Um, oh my god, I forgot his name. But I'm pretty sure he's reincarnated in Lucky. And then this brand new cat is Trouble. And Indiana Jones is reincarnated into Gimli. Trust me. Gimli's way too much like Indy ever was. No, there's no Darren yet. <laughs> I'm hoping my Darren Darren comes back. I don't think he will. But um, I don't know why... It's interesting to me how some of the animals, when they pass on, decide to come right back. It's like, hey, we're not done with you yet. Okay, so back to Twin Flame and Soulmates. So an egg cut in half, you're one side of the Twin Flame, and you're the, other twin, the other side of the egg is your, your, your Twin Flame. You're their twin, twin Flame, and they're your Twin Flame. Ha! Both sides of the egg. Close to souls. There you go. Everybody else outside of your one egg are your soulmates. All of us have thousands upon thousands of soulmates because of all the lives we keep living. Um, And the fact that new souls from energy are being created all the time. So we have thousands of soulmates that we meet up in different lifetimes throughout our existence. The soul cluster and the soul family are the closest souls to you, other than the twin flame. Okay. When soulmates arrive, you have soulmates in your life, they're usually here for life lessons or to tie up karmic uh, karmic ties from previous past lives. Um, my ex-husbands are both in the soulmate arena someplace. They're not in the soul family, they're probably more in the soul circle. My second ex-husband was to give me my son, tying up a karmic tie, which he did. And my first ex-husband and I, we never did do what we were supposed to do. So we'll be doomed to repeat it in the next life. But um, there were life lessons we were supposed to learn. I don't think we did together. I still feel a lot of unfinished business with the first one. But we'll just have to try it again. Um, But the point is when soulmates show up, when they're alive at the same time as you, they are 
to bring you life lessons. Some life lessons will be excruciating. Some life lessons will be easy, like, you know, don't, don't pass, don't cross the road when your light is green. If they almost hit you with their car. You know, that's the life lesson. Right there. You're not going to do it again. At least I would hope you're not going to be that stupid. You know? Um, but it's interesting that my twin flame, my soul cluster, my soul family, and a lot of my members of my soul group, my soul circle, are alive. And the soul family, if you count um, the twin flame, there's 23 of them. And those are the closest soul to souls to me, and they're all alive. And from my past lives, from what I can remember, the only two times we have all been together previous to this current lifetime is one, when we were created, pretty important, and two, when we were in Atlantis together. I think there are a lot of life lessons in Atlantis, definitely a lot of um, soul upheavals and shifts and major growths during that time so as soon as I came to a realization like you know, like, what are the odds that all these guys are alive at the same time I am I mean really that's when I got very very sick a couple weeks ago it was the same day I realized it in the afternoon and by that evening I was in bed with a high fever 104 it, it's like a door opened in me and the realization of everything and the negativity I've been holding in for past um, two past marriages and um, the two encounters of with Bill and Will whatever I was still harboring I didn't think I was harboring really much of anything but obviously I still was when it was released and I literally felt it leave me like it melted out uh, that's when I got sick my energy is like oh my god what is this and I got sick which Again, I find very interesting. But it also meant to me that I was on to something. That me and all the guys were alive right now for a reason. And when your soulmates are alive, the same time as you, they are to help you with life lessons. It could be life, just life itself. It could be love, money, career, health. It could be your education. It could be, uh, I don't know, um, something creative. That even if they're not part of your day-to-day -day life, they're still part of whatever your life lessons you need to learn. Now, how is that? Well, when you are connected to other souls, and we're all, we're all connected one way or the other, but when you have a realization of being connected to a group of souls. It's like you give, how, how can I put this? It's like you give them permission to run on the soul highway between your souls and their souls. So you can feel when something's going on with them. You can... Um, sometimes get a flash of memory of something they're doing. You can um, very easily visit them in their dreams. 
you can very easily visit them via astral projection or just sitting here and connecting uh, telepathically. It's a piece of cake when you're connected uh, to your, your soulmates. But when you're connected like that, their moods, what they're doing, what they're going through directly affects you. And what you're going through and your moods and how you're thinking and how you're going along in your life directly affects them. And even indirectly, we're helping one another learn whatever life lessons we're supposed to learn. It's like all of my guys, in one degree or another, because they don't all do the same thing, they are in um, the limelight. Yeah, they're not, on the, they're not on the same career, although they're intertwined. Um, they've been in the limelight at one point in time or the other. And I think I'm the only one that's never been in the limelight. And I haven't. <laughs> I think that's on purpose, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, I think I, I subconsciously do that uh, because I can feel how their lives go, constantly being under the microscope of the public. And I hate that. I, I don't want that. Um, maybe I can be in the limelight somehow and not live exactly like that. But um, I believe that it's something I have to overcome. I believe it's one of my life lessons is to put myself in the limelight. Right, Zena? You can meow at all and agree with me? Because you just keep looking at me. Come on, meow. Let them know you're here. Meow. Well, for crying out loud. You're not meowing. I want to meow. Nah, she's purring. You guys probably can't hear that either. Um, nah, you lost my train of thought. Cat. So maybe my, my way to... My way to learn life lessons and to learn more life lessons and to go to that step further is to write the book, Soulful Connections. And maybe that's why I keep putting it off. Maybe that's why it's on the back burner. Maybe that's why I keep putting dreamers off. Soulful Connections and Dreamers, the, the series, are my two most important things I need to do in this lifetime. I, I know this, but I can't quite get there. And I believe it, it's in part because of the life lessons. Oh, what are you doing that I have to learn? Now, with soulmates and the ones that you know that are alive, with the energy being connected and it being a soul highway, as I like to call it, the soul highway, I mean, their energy pops into you, your energy pops into them, you pop into their head, they pop into yours. Now, when you pop into their head and they don't know who you are, they've never met you, it's, it's more that they, they take your energy and they form it in, into somebody, into somebody that they believe they recognize, probably from a previous life that you look like. Um, but you pop back, at, back and forth with one another. Okay? Now, it's tempting when they are alive and you each are helping one another with these lessons 
even if you're not physically in each other's life, I know the urge to want to draw them to you. I know the urge and the desire, the burning. It's not just a desire. It is a burning desire to be involved in their life. If anyone on this planet understands this, it is me. But unless the, you guys wrote it in your soul contract, and the soul contract's a topic for a whole other episode, the two of you are never going to meet, or if you do, nothing's going to come of it. Okay. Bottom line with all of my you know, dribble going on here, that when your soulmates are alive at the same time as you, it is important. It is vital. Because together, even if you guys are separate on this planet, together you are to learn life lessons. And interesting enough, my guys with their life lessons and being under the microscope with the public eye, not one of them, not one of them is comfortable with it. They are, they are the ones that shy away from it. They are the ones that paparazzi has to chase down to try to get their pick. They do not like anything with the spotlight, ever. They hide from it. You know, they, they want no part of it. And if they do have to stand up and be a major part of the spotlight, it takes a lot out of them to do so. So, huh. I like it as I go through these things that new information emerges for me. Ask Alley has been... It's been informative for a lot of people I've gotten over the years. Thank you, by the way, that have let me know that my ramblings have been informative for you. But it's also been very therapeutic for me. What the heck is going on over here? Hey, I'm talking about therapeutic. What are you guys doing? Huh? A bird just hit my window. Xena, the warrior princess, jumped at it. And in doing so, scared the crap out of Sarah, who, by the way, is named after a dinosaur and is nowhere near a dinosaur. Um, Sarah is the senior in this house now. And um, scared the crap out of her. That's what's going on. Ah, for crying out loud. Anyways, very therapeutic for me. And I want to thank you. I, mean, I, I know I've thanked you guys over the years, but I really appreciate you guys. I do. And the fact, if you're still listening and you've listened through my rambles, um, <laughs> I love you. And uh, I, I'm not, I really, I appreciate you. I appreciate you more than I could ever possibly let you know. Okay? I had to tell you that. So, I want to thank you here for joining me on Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please rate it and tell your friends. The more people who listen, hopefully the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can catch me at AllieThies.com. You guys have yourself a wonderful week, and I'll catch you next Monday. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.